age, not to be dull, but that's the thing. Otherwise, they are more than equipped at this point. Don't turn the ball over. You probably win the game. Welcome in to the Titans 10 for Wednesday, January the 19th. I'm your host, Easton Freeze, a broadcaster and writer with Broadway Sports and the 440 Podcast Network. Welcome in, guys. How are we doing? It feels like it has been a while since we've been on this podcast feed, but when the team that you cover has the one seed and you get the bye, that bye can go by very slowly, especially when there's some ugly football to watch, which unfortunately was the case over wildcard weekend, but... We've got four incredible matchups this week for the divisional round, the first of which, of course, the Titans taking on the Bengals on Saturday afternoon here in Nashville in Nissan Stadium. Leading up to that game, today, tomorrow, which is Thursday, and then Friday, we have got three days chocked full of great content for you here on the Titans 10 podcast feed, as well as Broadway Sports more broadly. We're really pumping it out, upping the ante for the playoffs. The content is, is flowing. Um Real quick, I want to run down what we've got coming on this podcast feed. So today, we have our special guest who we will get to here in a second. Tomorrow, we have got a second episode of, uh, I guess, divisional round edition of Titans Talk, which the guest for that episode will be Paul Kuharski of Outkick360 and paulkuharski.com. You know him. You love him or you hate him. Some of you hate him. Uh, he's a very controversial figure of the media here in Nashville. But I'm really excited to talk to Paul, sit down with him. We're going to go through uh, you know, everything going on with the Titans this week ahead of this massive game. That should be a great conversation. So Thursday afternoon, that episode will come out. And then Friday morning, Zach Lyons from the Football and Other F-Words podcast feed and I are going to sit down. We're going to do a divisional round playoff preview episode like we did last week with the wild card round of the playoffs. It's an XL, you know, extra large, long episode of the Titans 10. Um, we just discuss all of the games of the weekend, go through picks, talk about the matchup, everything there is to talk about these games. We break them all down for you from the perspective of Titans fans, uh, from the perspective of people covering the Titans. We tell you what you want to see, what you're rooting for, all of that. So it's a great time. Friday morning, you're going to want to check that episode out. And then either Thursday or Friday, not sure which yet, but we will have a traditional divisional round Titans Bengals preview episode, a, a Titans 10 episode previewing the game going through all of our regular segments, doing some clips and that kind of thing, um, going through all the tidbits, all the information you're going to want to know heading into the weekend. So those three episodes are coming in addition to today's episode. Also, on the Home Run Throwback podcast feed, which is a show hosted by myself and Jimmy Morris over at Broadway Sports, we have Mike Keith, or not have, had Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, you definitely know who that is. We had him on Monday morning's episode. We sat down and we talked about everything. And let me tell you, Mike Keith, he's the dude, okay? He's the guy to talk to when it comes to the Titans, where they're at as a team, where they're going uh, in terms of this matchup with the Bengals. We talk about Amy Adams Strunk, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel. We cover it all, and there's nobody that has more insight into the Titans organization then Mike Keith, he's been doing it forever, and he is the guy. It was awesome talking to him. It was very kind and generous of him to donate some of his time to us, and uh, we had a great conversation. So if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out on the Home Run Throwback podcast feed for Monday morning. Also, 
on Home Run Throwback Feed. We've got a show coming Thursday morning, tomorrow morning. We're going to sit down with Chad Withrow and talk all about the Titans-Bengals matchup this weekend. Big divisional playoff game. Obviously, the winner is one game away from being in the Super Bowl. So we are going to break it all down with him. You know him from OutKick360, previously Midday 180. Um, Chad was the first guest on the Titans 10. Um, so Chad and I are already familiar a bit. Jimmy and I are going to talk to him about all of that good stuff. Today's guest, who I have appropriately filibustered almost five minutes into this episode to bring up, Buck Rising from 104.5 The Zone as well as A to Z Sports Nashville. Buck has been covering the Titans for a while. He was willing uh, yesterday, Tuesday, to come sit down with me we talked a little bit about the Titans and the week of practice coming up for Derrick Henry, as well as some other things looking at the Bengals playoff matchup. Uh, we have a great conversation. And without further ado, here's Buck Rising and I's conversation about the Titans on this week's first episode of Titans Talk Divisional Round. All right. Welcome in Buck Rising to the Titans 10. He is the host of the Buck Rising show on 104.5 The Zone, as well as a Titans reporter for A to Z Sports here in Nashville. Buck, how's it going today? It's going well. Just trying to keep up with a lot of fast moving parts since we've got a bit of a short week of work. Absolutely. And it's a big week for the Titans, obviously, coming off of their first round by uh, into the divisional round facing Cincinnati this week here at home. A big game for them trying to make it to the AFC championship game for the second time in three years. A big part of the Titans game plan this week will probably revolve around whether or not Derrick Henry can be back in the lineup and how much he's going to be able to contribute to this team. There's been a lot of expectations swirling around in the past week or so. A big part of the fan base seems to expect him to be back full bore. I'm starting to question whether or not those are really all that realistic. Obviously he's had, you know, 10, 11 weeks now to recover. He seems to be at least visually looking to be, you know, back to, to good enough shape to play in the game. But what have you heard or seen that makes you uh, think one way or another as to whether or not he's going to be able to contribute in as big a way as he's been doing in the past? Yeah. Barring disaster, he's going to play. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too bent out of shape. About that, if, uh, you know, their circumstances were different and they had a little bit more breathing room, maybe they'd slow play it. I don't know that he's quite 100%, but he's at the point where they're going to test him out this week in practice as far as pads are concerned. Been a long time since he's had to do anything contact-wise. They're not going full-speed tackling out there on the practice fields, but it is a ramp-up process. The additional week of rest, rehabilitation, Makes a big difference with that first round by, but, you know, barring unforeseen disaster, Derek Henry is going to play on Saturday. And it's, it's interesting. They have, you know, a, a good backup plan in Deontay Foreman. If he's not able to carry the brunt of the workload, obviously if he can go, you'd expect the Titans to want Derek Henry to see as many touches as possible. But um, do you expect them to have kind of a shared workload situation? I mean, in the past we've, grown accustomed to see Derrick Henry 25 to 35 carries a game. Do you think they'll really unleash him like that? Or is it going to just depend on how he looks this week in practice? I would say the latter. I mean, I wish I could give you a better answer than that, but like they've got three days as we tape this on a Tuesday, they've got three days to evaluate what exactly right. he can and cannot do. So um, we probably won't know. He won't get activated until Friday, probably at the deadline, which is 3 PM central time for all NFL teams to submit 
their transactions ahead of a game, specifically a Saturday game. So I, uh, I, I wish I had a better answer for you on that. It's nice to have Foreman and Hilliard. They are both at this point on the active roster, and there is a little bit of wiggle room as far as the 53-man roster is concerned, given that they waived Jeremy McNichols. They brought him back on practice squad. Christian, uh, excuse me, um, Wilkinson. I'm blanking on Wilkinson's first name, the running back from Ole Miss right. who they signed. He was uh, put on special teams as well. He's just back off of the COVID practice squad IR. But, you know, they got a lot of options to play with. It's been sustainable thus far. And as far as his workload is concerned, I wish I had a better answer than I have no idea. Well, speaking of guys that may or may not be back, uh, a big piece of the puzzle for the Bengals this week is going to be Trey Hendrickson. He's a guy that uh, is their really feature piece on that front four. Uh, Got banged up last week against the Raiders in concussion protocol. Um, It sounds like he's going to go, at least he's practicing today. Do you have any insight as to whether or not he's going to go and how important he is to that team? Um, no, talk to a couple friends in Cincinnati, uh, about this, but they're basically saying well, how much he can do today. He has, he has been spotted on the practice field, how much work he actually does. We've seen this with a couple of different types of plays, but it's better to see him on the field. If you're a Bengals fan, the not right. right? If Definitely. he wasn't, if he was absent today at practice, it would probably mean a, a much different conversation. He led the team in pressures. He's been one of their best free agent signings. Him and Larry Ogunjobi, who won't play in this game, suffered a foot injury against the Raiders on Saturday and was placed on IR the very next day. Their run defense is going to be hurting. Um, Without Trey Hendrickson, they're probably in much worse position. But just as with Derrick Henry, it's much more of a wait-and-see proposition at this point. Well, looking ahead to the game this weekend, um, it it, it sticks out to me that there are two strength-on-weaknesses matchups for these two teams. The Titans are going to have um, a pretty a pretty good time, I think, uh, regardless of whether Hendrix, Hendrickson can go. Uh, the Titans' run offense against the Bengals' run defense seems to be a strength-on-weakness matchup for them. But then on the other side of the ball, you've got a really lethal Bengals' pass offense against a Titans' secondary, which has been improved this year, but is still definitely the weakness of the defensive unit which of those two matchups do you think is a bigger mismatch? Bengals secondary, or excuse me, Bengals skill position players versus the Titans secondary. Elijah Molden um, spoke today before practice. He was out on the practice field. So at this point, it looks like he's going to go, which is great news because otherwise Tyler Boyd would eat them alive in the slot the way that uh, the ghost of Danny Amendola did in <laughs> Houston to Chris Jackson. So um, Christian Fulton, also spoke today to the media, usually a pretty good indication that he's going to be out and available on the practice field. They're going to monitor that, but they're, I mean, they're super explosive, right? It's not just Jamar Chase. It's not just T Higgins. It's not just Tyler Board. It's CJ Uzoma, the tight end, who has had a really great season for them. It's Joe Mixon, who wasn't terribly efficient against Las Vegas, but can still hurt you depending whether they're throwing him passes or trying to get him going in the run game. Their offensive line is terrible in Cincinnati. And so that limits a lot of what they can do. But I would say by far and away, the bigger mismatch is Bengals skill position players versus Titan secondary. Now, red zone is a different question. Are they going to be able to move the ball 20 to 20? There's no doubt. Um, But to be able to get pressure on Joe Burrow is going to be critical. Yeah, and we've seen that with the Titans defense all year. Even though they've been improved, they've been really a bend, don't break um, uh, prototype, I guess, is the the way that they approach the game. They allow teams to move up and down the field between the 20s, but then the red zone, they stiffen up a bit. Like you said, getting after Joe Burrow with the front four is going to be the key to the game for the Titans defense. 
if you were to to outline maybe two or three bullet points for this Titans team, keys keys to winning this game and getting to the conference championship, what do you think is most important in this matchup in particular for them to come out victorious? Uh, you could ask me that question. I would say the same for any game. Don't turn their ball over. Their turnovers yep. have been disastrous for them throughout the course of the season. They've done a much better job, both from the running back standpoint and the quarterback perspective. Protecting the football, that is the key to all NFL games. Turnover differential is almost always going to indicate who came out victorious of that game. And it's not like the Titans turn it over once or twice when they turn the ball over. They're three, four, five in the case of the Houston Texans. In week 11 at Nissan Stadium, a team that was 1-8 and eight at the time, but absolutely caused the Titans to implode. The Pittsburgh Steelers made the playoffs by the grace of that Tennessee Titans win. And also, right. that's probably the most embarrassing loss that the Titans took on the year because of how poor that Pittsburgh Steelers offense is. But turnovers, again, so, I mean, not to, not to, not to be dull, but yeah. that's the thing. Otherwise, they are more than equipped at this point. Coming off that first round by as healthy as they've been in quite some time, probably at any other point in the season, don't turn the ball over. You probably win the game. Absolutely. Well, he's Buck Rising. Check him out on 104.5 and A to Z Sports. Buck, thanks for hopping on with us real quick today and uh, have a great rest of your week. You as well. I appreciate you having me on and enjoy the football. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. All press conference audio in this episode is courtesy of TennesseeTitans.com. A big thank you to them for making that available. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, follow me at Easton Freeze and the show at the Titans 10 to interact with me and keep up with any of our show updates. And finally, check out me and my very talented colleagues over at BroadwaySportsMedia.com for all things Tennessee sports. We've got great new content for you seven days a week. Until next time, I'm Easton Freeze. The Titans 10 is a Broadway sports media production.